Jamal Myers is running in Ward 23 in Scarborough North. We talk policing. We talk affordable housing. We talk about the importance of Scarborough to Toronto as a whole and whether it gets neglected sometimes. That chat is right now. Very pleased to have our next guest on. He's running for Toronto City Council in Ward 23, Scarborough area. And we're going to talk about a number of Toronto issues right now. Jamal Myers joins us on Toronto Today. It's great to have you on. Thanks very much for doing this. Uh, thanks for having me, Greg. How's your campaign going so far? How would you how would you describe it? Uh, our campaign is going fantastic. Uh, we are getting such a positive reception at the door and the community is getting behind our positive message of making sure that we are building a city that's affordable, that approves the quality of life for people in their neighborhoods and it's safe. So I ask, uh, al- I ask almost everybody who's running for the first time this or someone who is running against uh, an incumbent. There must have been people saying, absolutely, we need your voice. We need your presence. We need your spirit. We need your ideas. And there might be some people saying it's politics. It's 2022. Are you sure you want to do this? You've probably heard from both sets of people. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and what I said, what I said to them is I love my city. Uh, and I especially love my community of Scarborough North, but we desperately need new leadership and fresh ideas. Um, and if it's not me stepping up, who who then? You got to be able to step up and defend your ideas and more importantly, defend your community if you're willing to fight for it at City Hall. So what are the biggest issues when you're knocking on doors right now in Scarborough North, Jamal? What are the biggest issues people are saying, this matters to me? Please go to city council and make a difference on this. So the biggest issues are affordability, quality of life in our neighborhoods, and safety. Affordability meaning affordable housing, uh, meaning the cost of the TTC is too high. Quality of life meaning the deterioration of city services the poor maintenance of city parks, safety, looking at the failure of the city to put in adequate protections for pedestrians when they're crossing the street. And also the fact that there seems to be no coherent strategy to to deal with crime in our neighborhoods, specifically auto thefts, home break-ins and gun violence. These are the things we're running on and these are my priorities at City Hall. So I'm running on a platform that includes, you know, free transit for senior students and post-secondary students, Hmm. um, making sure that we have a local crime prevention strategy against auto thefts, home break-ins and gun violence, and maintaining and expanding our parks so that they're modern, accessible to seniors and kids with disabilities. And they include amenities like working water fountains, washrooms, splash pads, and even dog parks so that people can live comfortably in their neighborhoods. Yeah, I, it, it's it's really something, isn't it? You mentioned the, 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 sometimes it's the little things, but a water fountain and a working bathroom are not, those, those aren't little things. And those feel like they should be easy things. No, we don't live in a climate where you can have those things running 12 months a year. But how about seven instead of like two and a half? How about how about we meet in the middle and get them working when people are actually out and they want to they want to fill up a water bottle for a toddler that they're pushing in a stroller or a dog that they're walking on a nice day? Simple things. That's all people are asking yeah. for. Simple things. They're not asking for the moon. They're asking that their neighborhoods are invested in so that they feel like they can live in dignity in their neighborhoods. They're asking that the grass be cut. 
They're asking that the trees be pruned. They're asking that the potholes be fixed. They're asking that the street lamps be fixed. These are all very basic things. And unfortunately for too long, our city has just neglected the basics and everything else is crumbling around it. This is why we need new leadership at City Hall, people who are bringing a fresh perspective to the ideas that we face and people that are willing to go to people's door, knock on their door and ask them, hey, what are the problems in your neighborhood and how can we fix them? Jamal Myers, our guest, he's running in Ward 23 in Scarborough North. You mentioned um, violence and it just feels like we're we're in a little bit of a, a rut right now. There's always going to be crime. There will always be violent crime, but it feels like we're we're getting numb to it and desensitized to it. A police officer is going to be buried yesterday uh, for something that happened in Halden region. Um, we have had th- that thing that happened in Mississauga, a stabbing in a Canadian tire. We were talking the other night, my wife and I and a few other other people. Could you ever even go in that store in your community? Again. That's where you feel community. That's where you recognize a neighbor. That's where somebody helps you find the saw that you need or uh, or a pair of boots. And uh, I don't know the fine line that we're on right now, but we cannot accept these things as normal. They're abnormal, these violent, horrible crimes. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I just want to say I want to pay my respects to Officer Hong, who was laid to rest yesterday. Um I'm proud to say that I sit on the Community Police Liaison Committee for 42 Division. I know our officers are working hard to keep our community safe. And I know that our residents want a good working relationship with their police. But we, we need to fundamentally transform how we do policing in Toronto. It is possible for communities to feel over policed and under policed at the same time, meaning it seems that the police are focused on minor issues like, you know, people riding their bike on the sidewalk or people drinking in the park. And these and they tend to disproportionately impact uh, more racialized, marginalized communities in our city. Meanwhile, people don't see the police sort of focusing on these core issues of safety that they want them to focus on gun violence, car break ins, home break ins. That is what people want police to focus on. And I think that's the direction we need to go forward. in. We're speaking with Jamal Myers, uh, who's running in Ward 23, Scarborough North. Uh, Also, uh, I'm a fellow Western alum, so we got that going for us. Um, We can brag about that. You also went to the London School of Economics and New York University School of Law. So, you you know, you weren't getting your, uh, you know, you weren't getting your degrees in small metropolitan areas. Jamal, you you, you chose the big place, including London, Ontario, the forest city. Who's kidding who? Exactly. I mean, go Mustangs. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I was very privileged. You know, I grew up in Toronto community housing. Uh, and I, but I grew up in a time in Toronto where you could be poor, but there were still opportunities available to you, whether that was ac- recreational opportunities, academic opportunities, um, that possibility of working your way out of poverty was still possible. Today, that's become so much more difficult because as we're about to discuss, housing prices are just mm-hmm. so unaffordable in this city. So- um, yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're, I want to get to housing, but y- your thought on the police. And I think we, I just think we have to have two conversations about this or, or we're not going to dig our way out of this. I had a friend of mine who doesn't live here look at some of the Toronto headlines and, and he lives in the States and he said, is Toronto becoming more criminal? And I thought about that statement and I'm like, well, that if I had to give a yes or no, 
Yes, we're having more violence. We're having more gun crime. Carjackings were all over the headlines in the spring. So there's two conversations to have to me. One, Jamal, is we've got to find out how to prevent the, you know, things like the report we saw in the summer, that Toronto police are using more force against ethnic minorities. We absolutely have to figure out a way to contravene that and stop that. We also, I think, have to have more conversations about where the violent neighborhoods are. If I live in an area where it's not safe for me to go get groceries, my parents would feel unsafe coming in, my kid can't walk to school safely or be out past dusk, we have to identify those areas as well. I, I don't if I live there, Jamal, I don't have time for for being sensitive about that. I want to live in a safe neighborhood. I think it's inherent right to live in a safe neighborhood. So we have to have, do we have to have both those conversations at the same time? Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I've come across on my, you know, thousands of conversations is that people want a good working relationship with the police. Yes. They want their they want to feel comfortable that if there is something going on in their neighborhoods, they can go to the police and report it. They and you know what? I've met police officers who want that same working relationship with residents, particularly residents living in these neighborhoods that are affected by crimes. But as you mentioned, when we have these issues of, you know, these reports coming out of police over-policing Black, Indigenous, racialized populations, we can't build those bonds of trust that are necessary to get to some of the root causes of violence in our, in our city. Um, I don't know if Toronto is becoming more violent. What I do know is that people definitely feel less safe, um, whether that's because there are more... Um, reported instances of violence, particularly uh, uh, carjackings and auto thefts. Um, there's definitely this sense that the city is becoming more and more unsafe. And, you know, that's just not related to a policing issue. That's related to our consistent underinvestment in important social services like affordable housing, uh, crime prevention programs, making sure that, you know, our youth, our young people have good jobs, that they're able to see for themselves a future in this city. When people start giving up hope, yeah. that's when a lot of the problems arise. I think you nailed it. Listen, there's look, there's always going to be people that stay on the good side. There's going to be people on the bad side. But we can minimize the latter by giving them options. I, I think desperate people worldwide, Jamal, do dangerous things things so how do we get them less desperate it's not an excuse you've got to be accountable for your own actions but it's an explanation as to where it gets that way exactly and you know there's so many ways that this city could you know you know take some of that desperation out of the air jobs number one you know i'm running on a program that would say and big publicly funded projects in scarborough for example at least 10 percent of the jobs created would go to people living in Scarborough, particularly women, youth, and newcomers, giving people those opportunities to work close in their their communities and have good paying, secure jobs where they can feel getting ahead. That's Mm. so important for people to feel included in this city and in its economy. Here's an important question. Do you think the mayor of Toronto is in touch with Scarborough's needs? Scarborough used to have their own mayor before the GTA. They had it in the 80s. They had it in the 90s. When you and I were growing up, Scarborough had its own mayor where he or she lived, where he or she walked the streets on a regular basis. 
Does John Tory right now, no matter who the mayor is, does the mayor of Toronto have 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 the sense and sensibility to understand what Scarborough needs? Uh, I think Scarborough feels neglected and I hear it all the time. There's this sense that we are paying taxes or we're not getting anything out of it except for the bare minimum, i.e. picking up the garbage. Uh, and I see it when I walk the neighborhoods, the mm -hmm. street lamps that are out, the trees that are overgrown, the grass that isn't cut, the playgrounds that are out of date, the roads with potholes. I see it. So I know they're not making it up. And I know I live here. There's garbage that I've passed now for four years. And it's just totally unacceptable for the city to sort of underinvest in essentially one third of the geographic area of this city, 25% of the population. If Toronto is going to succeed, all of Toronto has to succeed, not just Toronto proper, but North York, Etobicoke, Scarborough and York. Yeah, Toronto's so vast. It takes. I, I. It is difficult to be the mayor of a major city, but you got to have eyes everywhere. You got to have feet on the ground and investment everywhere, both emotionally and the practical investment. I got about a minute and a half here. You, your platform building affordable homes quickly that respect the character of our neighborhoods. It's those last four or five words, Jamal, that really intrigue me, and I think would intrigue our listeners. What do you mean by that? What could affordable homes that respect the character of Scarborough North mean and look like? So about 70% of the residential land in Toronto is zoned exclusively for single family homes. Most single family homes will cost a million dollars. So what we have is that basically people who grew up in these neighborhoods, they're now unable to buy into them. I'm not proposing that we build high rise condominiums in these neighborhoods, but we can certainly build attractive triplexes, duplexes, quads, low-rise condominiums, townhouses in these neighborhoods to fit more neighbors in. And importantly, this would help Toronto grow its property tax base, which pays for the vast majority of services, while allowing people in our community to start building their own wealth, to be able to start their families. Mm. And this is one something that's so important and missing in the conversation in Toronto. We need to start building this missing middle housing mm -hmm. in these neighborhoods. And it's not a, a conversation of either or, you know, either we're going to keep these neighborhoods exactly as they are, or they're going to all look like downtown. People want to live in Scarborough for a reason. They like that suburban quality. And I'm not proposing that we get rid of it. All I'm proposing is that we build housing that reflects the needs of the city that we have. Today. Yeah, so much of it is ridiculous zoning and bureaucracy and red tape. And um, yeah, you lay it out there as exactly as it should be, not just in Scarborough, but anywhere in the GTA. Um, Jamal, I'm out of time, but I hope we'll have another chat, uh, certainly another chat at least uh, before Election Day. Thanks for making the time for our audience today. Uh, and I wish you well. Thank you so much for having me, Greg. It's been a pleasure. Jamal Myers uh, running in Ward 23 uh, for Toronto City Council in the next municipal election.